Warning! The following podcast contains strong language, which some listeners may find offensive. If you do... Up yours! That's only if you don't listen to the podcast. Otherwise, not up yours. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. My name's Troy, and I'm joined, as always, by Jay for your weekly NXT UK review. We didn't do one last week, so we'll be doing a quick roundup of everything from the 20th of January's episode. And <laughs> I'm just seeing your background. <laughs> Obviously, this is done thought, on Zoom. I thought you, were already... you what, mate? I thought you were already on to it. On to <laughs> No, I've only just looked around and seen it. Obviously... I had to annoy Aaron when we were watching DCW. <laughs> For those that can't see this, Jay's got a picture of him and friend of the podcast, Papa Shango. That's <laughs> his background. Oh, wait, that one? Oh, I didn't know I actually had that. Yeah, yeah, you have. Anyway, we're here to review uh, last week's episode, the 20th of January, and this week's episode, which at time of recording finished about half an hour ago, uh, from the 27th of January. Um, both bangers, uh, especially... Uh, the match on this week's episode which we Ooh. will get into in just a moment how are you though mate i'm good as you can see by my new background <laughs> today is a wonderful day <laughs> friend of the podcast dan Housen is all elite that's right about fucking time about time um yeah to get the lowdown on on this week's episode of dynamite uh check out our review which will probably be going out at some point this weekend maybe maybe monday we'll see could be could be, could be. It's, it's going to be a long weekend it's rumble weekend so uh yeah we're all meeting up it's it's going to be a heady one anyway without further ado let's get into a quick summary of last week's nxc uk episode from the 20th of january uh so noam dar defends the nxc heritage cup against a kid pretty deadly face off against sam gradwell and the partner of his choosing and amelia mckenzie takes on spoopy isla dawn uh, opening matches, pretty deadly versus Sam Gradwell and his partner of choice, Saxon Huxley. Uh, before the match, we get a quality vignette of uh, the weeks building up to this of Gradwell trying to find himself a partner. Um, he pulls up to a drive through and says, do you want to fight? And they don't understand. He says, I'm looking for a grappling cooperative. Um, he tweets Elon Musk, Paul McCartney, Steve Austin. He's in his hotel room, ringing up room service to try and get them to be a partner. This is absolute gold. Sam Gradwell is comedy, comedy gold. I enjoyed the A-Kid one. Yeah, <laughs> just in the toilet. And the, the one where he rocks up against Nathan Fraser and he's just been on like the, the squats and he's surprised. He was like, what are you doing here? <laughs> Jump up on me like that. So yeah, good. Nathan Fraser being the mo- with the most Nathan Fraser response going, oh, but you, you were really nasty to me that one time. <laughs> like, I know we're mates. He's like, I, I wouldn't call us that. <laughs> oh this is superb superb more of this please i quite um, like the team of saxon and gradwell i do i was there for this and it surprised me he came out and i thought that's a really good tag team i like the look of that mm. i really do uh the match itself uh pretty decent uh pretty deadly looked a lot more focused a lot more aggressive um gradwell looked really good as well uh had some good chemistry with with huxley and huxley also looked really good um but yeah, it was it was mainly pretty deadly. Uh, as I say, focus and aggressive. Uh, Kenny Williams comes out, distracts Huxley, takes him out, and that allows Pretty Deadly to pick up the win. Um, which I guess is right. They they need something off the back of their loss of the championship. So 
This is their first match back, I think, as well since they lost. Yeah, them. I, I think I think um, we, we need the pretty deadly to kind of continue the momentum because obviously they they are. It, it it certainly seems like they're kind of they they're just spinning the wheels, but still like remaining a, a credible threat to Mustache Mountain. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I say Mustache Mountain. I, I still hope that Smith and Carter are going to take the belts off them. <laughs> Um, and then have a nice long feud and pretty deadly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we then get a vignette of Ginny uh, building up to their match later on, uh, her match rather against Amel. Um, she talks about them coming from similar backgrounds, but unlike Amel, she doesn't use that. She doesn't kind of have the fans pity her. Uh, we then get a little vignette of Gallus and Di Familia um, hyping up their match for, let's say, next week. Uh, at the time of recording, that match was this evening. Um, and then we get a Blair Davenport vignette, which is quite cool, uh, talking about coming from a long line of Davenport, saying she's the rightful heir to the Women's Championship. It was really nicely shot. It was in kind of what looked like an old, like, castle or stately home sort of thing. Um, yeah. Really nice, really tonal. Uh, then the next match was Amelia McKenzie against Isla Dawn. Fairly evenly matched. Um, Dawn wins with... I can't quite get what that move is. She sort of gets them up what looks like a TKO and then sort of hits it into a swinging sidewalk slam. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good finisher. Um, it was a decent match. I'm still not really sure what the point of Isla Dawn is, but she seems to be now giving back all of the trinkets that she stole off people. She I, got the power. Apparently. Yeah. I, I don't she's, know. But she's gone for the, the wrong women anyway. She's gone for Stevie Turner. Why? What was she stolen of her? A dimension. She, she would have become an interdimensional being. Right, cool. Like, like Pennywise. Cool, cool, yeah. Be, she'd be from the fourth dimension. You love winding me up about this every also, week. Also, she'd be evil, like Pennywise. Right, and, and she's, she's going to get a clown gimmick. Pennywise. Well, no, Pennywise is like a demon, isn't he? But he looks like a clown for the most part. Yeah, and then there's that bit where he turns into the big spider thing and freaks everyone out. Yeah, I didn't watch that bit. I don't like spiders. No, I don't suppose I didn't watch that. But <laughs> um, if if I had no other Pennywise gimmick, and she like had like the red balloon, like you'll float too. <laughs> would would, um, yeah. As I say, it wasn't too bad a match. Um, fairly evenly matched uh, both competitors. Um, we didn't get a little vignette. Amel's response to Ginny's earlier one, um, and then we get a really nice hype package for Dragon Off against Devlin, uh, which we will get onto later, uh, and then. As always, whenever there's a Heritage Cup match on the card, uh, it takes up the majority of it. Uh, this was Noam Dar against Akid. Uh, Akid trying to recapture the Heritage Cup for the second time. Noam Dar in his second defence of the Heritage Cup. Yeah, his first was gradual. Maybe, yeah. I think so. Anyway, um, yeah, match itself. Uh, first round, um, Lots of holes, a lot of map-based stuff. Neither getting an advantage. Uh, round two, very much the same. Uh, stalemate. Round three, uh, no, uh, Namdar hits his Nova roll for the first fall. Round four uh, was, for me, the, the best round so far. Um, Akid goes for a big dive to the outside and misses that. Um, kicks out of a big back elbow from Namdar. Um, he then hits a DDT from the top rope which looked really good. So he was sort of up on, he was up on the turnbuckle, I think. 
And Shah Samuels came to sort of swipe him out of the way and he leapt over that and into the ring to then follow it into a DDT, which is pretty cool. Uh, that allowed him to actually pick up the next fall. And then on the outside, in a kind of in-between round break, Shah Samuels is, is distraught because he bet his house in that round, tears up all of his slips. Um, because I think when they were doing the kind of the odds the week before, he said that Dar would win in the fourth round. So that bet's out the window. They took, um, yeah, they tried, like, um, they tried to like hedge the bets, didn't they? That's it. Um, do you think this could possibly tease a split between them? I thought this at the time because he was just like, I've lost my house, like, you've cost me this, you've cost me that. Like, do we think that this could be them splitting up or not? They did kind of tease that Shaw was like, was going to like turn unknown because... Because of that. Because of that, yeah. But then he didn't really add to it this week, did he? No. But it was nothing, was there? No, which makes me think... I don't know. It'd be, it'd be good if like you, you just see Shah like, sleeping on Nolan's couch. <laughs> oh, but, <laughs> yeah. With his little sleeping bag. <laughs> um, I would like to see... Well... We'll talk about it afterwards. Um, round five, um, desperation from both men, both of them trying to go for varying submissions. Um, Akid gets a pin as the bell hits one. I can't remember what it is that he hits, um, but he sort of rolls over to go into the pin just as the bell sort of hits one. Uh, and you can see that obviously like it was desperation and potentially had there been a few more seconds, that could have been it. Uh, it goes into round six. Um Again, another desperation round. Both men just doing absolutely everything they can to, to try and gain some sort of advantage. Um, Akid locks in the Uma Plata right at the end and he manages to avoid tapping out to basically call the match a draw, uh, but retain the Heritage Cup. Um, this was banging. It took a little bit to get going, but the last three rounds were really last stiff. Half, really. Last half was superb. Really, my, really enjoyed it. My main issue is... Why have they done away with the sudden death? Yeah, I thought that. As I was like, I'm sure we've had ones where it's been a draw after six and we've had something else. Yeah, I don't the, know if the final was a draw after six, so they took it to sudden death. Yeah. Instead, like that was always going to be the rules. Oh, see, I, I couldn't remember what if that was the case or not. I thought they only introduced sudden death if it was like because it was a tournament rather than a standalone match. No, they made it sound like if it was like a draw at the at the end, uh, it would go to sudden death. Just to, uh, okay. Just have it as a normal match, but mm-hmm. they kind of fucked that out away, uh, didn't they? It did. But However, yes. <laughs> this was a good match. Um, as you say, the the latter half of it was much better. It really picked up. Um, obviously, well, not to say obviously. I'm glad uh, Noam Dar kept hold of it. I don't think he should be losing it yet. I know you have expressed Akid having it back uh, and thought he could well get it back. Nah, he's going to throw nil you. You reckon? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Um, I know we whizzed through that, but what were your your highs and lows of last week? Um, it was the Heritage Cup match. Yeah. Like, it was the best match on the cards. Yeah. Um, just, just, yeah. Really, yeah. really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, agree I think my low for it as well as I say the change in the rules I didn't like because they've done that a few times now where they've tweaked the rules on it mm. and I think the rule the, the initial rules for the tournament worked so well yeah. it's odd they've kind of like mm. they've took that away um, 
and I think as well, the, fi- the first half of that match was a bit. It it was very slow starting, but in a way that it was like almost detrimental to the match. Mm. Like it, it was hard to to gain an interest into it. Like it was hard to to buy into it. Yeah, after the first two rounds. Yeah, I agreed. It, yeah. it was. I, I feel like as well with the history they've got, they should have kind of. They, they could have got away with just going full throttle from the get-go. From round one, yeah, yeah. Yeah, as yeah. opposed to like having like the whole being wary of one another and acting a bit cagey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, did you have a low at all? I well, that was my low. That the the, the, the change in the rules sort of thing or the, the, the first the half of the match. And the first half of the match as well, kind of yeah. like a joke thing, just because it, as I say, I, I, I like the kind of, the way the rules were established. I think like when we were talking about Terminus on the news the other day, and that's why I enjoyed that so much because it is such a different rule set. Mm-hmm. And it, it's like it's like wrestling with like a, a different like lick of paint, if you will. Yeah. I think that's why I enjoy the Heritage Cup matches so much as well, because it is like it's the same but different. Mm. Yeah. And it, it's just like a nice kind of wrinkle to the, to like the norm to kind of like change up the matches a little bit. Yeah, I agree. Um, um, I like the Heritage Cup match. Second half was really good, um, but I'm not going to give it my high. Actually, I I'm coming in it more from like a cinematic, like producer kind of viewpoint. I really liked a lot of the vignettes and video packages this week. I thought they were all really well shot. Um, and whilst there were what one, two, three, four, five of them, so you had the Dragonoff and Devlin video package. Mel's response to Ginny, Ginny's video, Gallus and Di Familia, and Blair Davenport's. Um, they weren't too long. They didn't overstay their welcome, and I thought they were all really well shot. It's really nice. Um, and it's a nice change of pace uh, in, in in the show, like with those three matches. Um, my low... Uh, I wouldn't say... Uh, I'd probably agree with you, like the whole kind of rule changing in the Heritage Cup match. I just want... For something that's very different from everything else, keep that consistency there because it's good. Don't water, not water it down, but just don't take away from what makes it so unique by kind of changing rules on the fly for me. Yeah. yeah. I feel, I mean, I can, I can see why they've done it. Like, I, I feel like they did, they did that draw as a way to kind of keep no one looking strong, keep a kid looking strong. No one came out of it looking worse off because. Mm. lost and it, it was the way to kind of keep a kid looking strong in defeat well not defeat but you know yeah he didn't, he didn't win the cup back but he he, had, he was like a whisker away from it yeah yeah um but yeah it's it's just one of those things like I'm, I'm all for if they tweak rules to like better it of course yeah that's mm. fine mm. but it, it, it's like it's like WWE the way like on the main roster, the way they like change the tag rules all the times. Mm. So like they had that that thing, didn't they, where Retribution got disqualified in the first match because they just decided one day, oh well, the illegal man can only hit someone once. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, well, what? Okay. And, and the whole thing where it's like, oh, you've only got a certain amount of time in the ring from when you've tagged in, and they never used to care about that, and then suddenly it was like, no, you've got a strict like five seconds or whatever, and. I'm sure yeah. they EQ'd someone for that as well at one point. Yeah, it's just just like the 
one of my main like this is just a pet peeve in wrestling in general is when not when rules are ignored but when you've set like established a standard for the way mm. you're it was like for example AW have like the kind of like lucha rules for tag team stuff so that's why they have like the kind of le- like laxer stuff with the counts yeah that's yeah. fine because they've got they've established they've got like kind of like the laxer mm, mm. so they set the precedent whereas WWE can't remember what they fucking want for it which yeah. we've done so it's kind of like just make your fucking mind up mm. and with NXT UK it hadn't reached that stage yet and now I think it's the first time where mm. started to and I, I, especially with the Heritage Cup stuff I just don't want them to mess with the formula yeah I think, just protect it it's, I, it's... I think they've got like a really like they, they, they've already got it like working perfectly fine they don't mm. need to no, no tweaking. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Uh, so that was NXT from the 20th of January. <clears throat> what about this evening's episode from the 27th? Ooh, well, Ooh. this was a fucking barn burner, wasn't it? Uh, from top to bottom, this was just bangers all day. Yes, sir. Uh, so we open with the Familia versus Gallus in a firm versus firm match, which I didn't like that. Ferme La Bouche. I don't know what that means. It's French. Isn't it sit down? Possibly. I, I don't know. I'm gonna have a look. It's either sit down or shut your mouth. Ferme La Bouche. Uh what does it mean? Hang on. I'm gonna look it up now. So I've okay. said it. Uh Ferme La Bouche means close your mouth. Yeah, and you just get that. Because <laughs> French teachers used to say it to us all the time. Hmm. Um so yeah, it starts off with just Tayman and Coffee, the two kind of like lead de facto leaders brawling. Um Gallus pretty dominant early on. Tayman and Raja managed to kind of like distract their Mark Coffee long enough to be able to isolate him uh, for a long period of the match. Um Dempsey's just tying him up like a fucking pretzel apart one point. <laughs> uh, Gallus distract Dempsey, Dempsey like elbows um Joe Coffee off the apron and then like Wolfgang kind of gets in his face a bit. Um Dempsey tags in Raja. Raja like gives it uh, tries to stop uh, Coffee from tagging out and then um Wolfgang uh, cleans out uh, after making a hot tag. Joe Coffee just t- tags in and just makes Raja look like a fucking chump. Uh, <laughs> just like I really like Rohan Raja, but every time he's in the ring, he's just there to look like a dickhead. Yeah, he is just literally like like bumping like, about for everyone else. Yeah, he's like the hired goon for the Bondville. <laughs> like that's literally all he is. It's 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 a bit shit. It's uh, shit because he's good. Like it's a shame to say because he's good. Yeah, and uh, yeah, like you say, just to have him there, just to just to be the fucking although, the crash test dummy. <laughs> yeah, although I think the whole diff family thing is there to make Charlie Dempsey a star, isn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah. It, I was they, thinking about this earlier, like when I was watching it. I, I was in the crowd for this as well, and I was I remember sat watching it and just thinking, they ever split them up? It's going to be Charlie Dempsey is the one that breaks away from it. Like he'll cause the split for whatever reason, and be the the big breakout. Yeah, I, I think I, I think they're kind of like because obviously he's been like the difference maker for the family. The mm. family. Yeah. Um, I feel like that that there's a reason behind that. Yeah. Um so yeah, um 
coffee hits a Glasgow send off on Dempsey, and then uh, the coffees hit a, a high low. Um, Tearman breaks it up. Uh, Wolfgang and Mark Coffee over there finish it, and Raja pulls uh, Mark Coffee out the ring. Uh, Tearman then takes the leg out of Wolfgang, and Dempsey locks a uh, Wolfgang up in what an STF should look like, not the John Cena STF. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, Wolfgang taps very quickly. Very quickly. That surprised me. I, I liked it. I liked the narrative that Charlie Dempsey is going to tap out all of Gallus. Yeah. That's Jason marks the job out of the threes, like the Rohan out of Gallus. If, <laughs> if, if Dempsey you just have to put a fucking hammerlock on uh, Mark Coffey, would be tapping like a drunk man. Um, <laughs> getting, a, getting a citizen's arrest made on him for pissing against the car or something. Um, <laughs> It surprised yeah. me that he's won with a submission in a in a six man tag. You don't see that happen often. Yeah, not so much for Dempsey because he's like for Dempsey, sub- no, because he's a submission specialist. But yeah, but as you said, I, I like the narrative. I hope he's going to go through and sort of tap them all out. It surprised me that it was Wolfgang that took the tap as well. He's already tapped out Joe, hasn't he? Oh, oh he did, didn't he? So he already tapped out the fucking Iron Fetch. Um, <laughs> stop trying to make Fetch a thing stop trying to make Gallus a thing uh, <laughs> too late mate also, too late also um, didn't touch on it uh, at the start of the match but the new De Familia entrance is it's good very, isn't it I enjoyed that a lot so do you know what do you know what really threw me off I was in the crowd watching this and this was the first second match on maybe yeah and so I saw this and obviously before like on TV, De Familia weren't a thing. Charlie Dempsey was still a singles guy. Yeah. He hadn't joined them. So I watched it and was like, hey. Yeah, he joined them the night that you were there. Yeah. On TV. On TV, yeah. Yeah. So then it took like another two, three weeks for it to come out. So this really threw me in the crowd and I was like, ah, okay. So they are a faction now. And what Jay said is right, because you said it weeks before that it was going to be Charlie yeah. Dempsey. I was like, ah, okay, that makes sense. And then, but I had to wait on TV for another two, three weeks or after for it to come to fruition. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, the, for anyone who hasn't seen it, um, it's like a it's like a spotlight, isn't it? Almost like the Imperium entrance. Yeah. But it's like it's like as opposed to being like a big white screen and the silhouette, it's just like a spotlight and the silhouette and like all the lights are blacked out other than that silhouette. Mm-hmm. And one of them and then one step behind side. each other. Yeah. yeah. One steps to the left, one steps to the right and then they're stood, they're stood Very together. Cool. Very cool. And they're coming out to like classical music now. Oh yeah. Someone's got to fill, someone's got to fill that classical gap. Now Big, Gunter, now Big Gunter's gone. It's the Taylor man coming out to his dirty thug step. Um, thug step. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, if yeah. that's not a genre, then how is it not? <laughs> it definitely is. It's definitely a genre, I think. Probably. Keep going. I'm going to have a look. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, it does feel like they're kind of like the, the almost like the de facto replacement for Imperium. Yeah. Copied and pasted yeah. Imperium and thrown in a, the familiar there. <laughs> uh, in the, like, but uh, yeah, I, I'm glad they beat Gallus. Fucking hell, if they had, they, there wouldn't have been any comeback if they'd lost to Gallus. Nah, nah. Especially this early on in like the kind of life, like we've seen it a few times. A uh, symbiosis comes to mind where just lose they, all that momentum almost all, instantly. Yeah, the second Gallus beat them, they just fallen off the pan. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, it surprised uh-huh. me that tag team tournament they put together the other week and they went out straight away. And I was like, oh, if you're trying to build momentum behind this faction, they should be going through. But then, like you say, last team, last, sort of, yeah, yeah. The last faction yeah. to lose to Gallus were kind of brushed under the carpet fairly quickly. So it's nice that, yeah, that didn't happen on this occasion. Gallus are like the fucking Cody Rhodes of uh, NXT UK. <laughs> there with the fucking shovels. <laughs> uh, anyway, speaking of the tag team tournament, next we got a really cool uh, video package. Yeah. Uh, Smith and Carter start by hyping up stars and masters as a team and saying, but we've been together two and a half years. They've been together like two and a half months. Um, we, we like know each other. We know like, we almost, almost like kind of like just hyping up their experience really. And they, they master just proper dad promo, like to his, to his son, Jack stars, just going, <laughs> been doing this for 20 years, Jack. And I trained Ashton Smith and I know like the back of my hand. <laughs> and then Jack starts just like angry teenager, just even though he looks about 40, just yelling at the camera. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, Quite excited for this match. I think yeah. Smith and Carter are going to win, and then Dave Mastiff's going to turn on his son Jack Stars, and <laughs> Dave Mastiff's going to one bomb him. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah I'm, I'm excited for this very, very much. So I, I like both of these tag teams, especially Smith and Carter. Um, yeah, is this next week? It is. Yeah, it is. Cool. Yeah, I, I'm just looking forward to the impending host fight of Ashton Smith and Dave Mastiff. Oh yes, just. just as much as I love Oliver Carter, just give Ashton Smith all the fucking shine in this match by having him just like throw Dave Mastiff around like he owes him money. <laughs> um, please and thank you. That would be very nice. Um, <laughs> who's your pick for that match? Smith and Carter. It's got to be Adam. Yeah. Be. Give him the belt, take him off Mustache Mountain, they've been fuck old. Um, <laughs> not even defend them yet, the gobshites. Give it time. Trent's too busy having vegan kebabs. <laughs> uh, vegan kebabs were all right, actually. I had one not long ago. Did you, Paul? I did. Doesn't be a lamb kebab, but uh, it was all right. No, no, it doesn't. Um, anyway, moving on, we got uh, Ginny versus Amel. Um, it's a shame this wasn't the first match because then the Fairmail of Boost thing would have been a bit more fitting. Seems <laughs> um so yeah, uh, early on, Ginny takes it to Amel by cheating, like pulls her hair as they're kind of like tying up, um, just doing nasty Ginny things to Amel. Basically, mm-hmm. Amel hits a big slam to kind of like fight out of it, and Ginny landed horribly on that slam. Oh dear! <laughs> she like kind of bounced off the mat, didn't she? Mm-hmm. Um, Ginny, uh, as Amel goes for like a German suplex, Ginny just like drags her into the top rope and then works over her arm. Uh, locks in the iron octopus at one point and Mel powers out of it. And it, as a Mel does, does not look like a nice move to take. No, like it, it looks, looks just nasty. It reminds me of um, what was Pac's finisher in WWE? Was it the Rings of Saturn? That oh, he then does it in. He does it. It's, it's the brutalizer. The brutalizer. In, yeah, yeah. Just it just looks fucking horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, it is. so Amel powers out, and as she's kind of building up her head of steam, uh, Ginny rolls her up, puts her feet on the ropes, and picks up the surprise win. Shit and Amel, bag. 
Amel is noticeably distraught by this, so I think we're going to get some kind of street fight because that's what Ginny's really good at. Yeah. Brawling and doing horrible shit to people. Yeah. And taking a fucking modified Made in Japan chair because uh, uh, Aoife Valkyrie's bugger than he. Uh, oh, forget how many women are out for injury, like Aoife Valkyrie, fucking Danny Luna, someone well, I mean, else out I as mean, well. If you ask Ginny, Danny Luna was... Don't worry about it. <laughs> and no, notice, notice that like twice on commentary, Nigel uh, alluded mm-hmm. to possibly murdering somebody. Yeah, like she seven times with a business partner. Don't worry about him. Um, <laughs> and then he was like, uh, "Danny, you know we haven't seen her. Don't worry about her." <laughs> okay, Ginny just taking people out back with taking them out of a single shot, just on a silenced pistol. <laughs> <laughs> oh god it's, it's gonna happen isn't it that, that's Ginny <laughs> 2.0 gimmick she's gonna be like an assassin oh like a femme fatale yeah <laughs> oh god no thank you um, have a join Imperium <laughs> I, that's what they should do that'd be pretty cool just have her have Killer Kelly's role from Imperium Oh, oh yes that's a shout she's, she's, a, she's a fucking banging technical wrestler anyway Mm-hmm. Let's do that. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, we carry on with the women's division. Uh, we get a vignette for Na- uh, Nako, Mako Satamora, and Blair Davenport. Easy for me to say <laughs> in a Japanese street fight announced for next week, and then we get like a video package hyping it up. Um, it's weird, isn't it? Like they kind of we were talking about it before with the video package with Blair Davenport. They kind of just like repackaged it. Yeah. Almost like a soft reboot. Like they went from it being like the big, like the gothic fucking whatever to now she's like kind of, oh yeah, well, I've, I've got like a I lineage. come from like a lineage. Yeah. 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 Like she comes from like a powerful like lineage and she's like, I don't know. I, don't, I do hope that it's not a soft reboot, but it does it's feel like, like, it does feel like that. Because I like, to, that I like well. to, yeah, she did. I much preferred what she was doing before. Mm. Um, but it was just, it was a bit edgy. Like there was something to it. Whereas I'm not saying this feels very cut and paste, but we've seen the whole, like, Oh, I come from like a privileged, like lineage background and I'm the heir to this. And it's, it's almost as if Ginny's going to be leaving for NXT 2.0 to go be with Walter soon. <laughs> it's almost as if they just cutting and pasting it like they did with the familia and Imperium. <sighs> Now, Blair Davenport is going to be a fashionista. Oh, Christ, no. Now <laughs> <laughs> to Ginny's music and everything. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm intrigued about this. I think Blair's probably going to win, isn't she? I reckon so. I think so. Um, but yeah. Also, pr- proof that NXT UK listens to the podcast. What did I say the other week? We need more stipulations. What do we get? Japanese street fight next week, an empty arena fight this week. Thank you. Yeah. Next up, next up, we get the takeover. Do it, cowards. The the, the vet knows in case we get like any any um, any interviews. <laughs> that's what that's why they're listening. That's like, oh, he's onto it. He's onto something there. <laughs> um, we then get. Um, it, it was interesting this because they didn't actually mention Walter by name, did they? Nope. They were very, very conscious to not mention him by name on many occasions, certainly during yeah. the main event. They're like, oh, Nathan Fraser, you, uh, you, you uh, 
you beat um, you nearly beat a, a departing star. Didn't quite get the win, did you? <laughs> and like, no, but I came close. <laughs> he's fucking. He's like fucking Nigel from the Young Ones, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> fucking ass like comparison. Just sounds that's a fucking daisy comparison. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it just sounds like he's fucking constantly feeling sorry for himself. Oh yeah, I'll try my best. Uh, try my best, maybe I'll win next time. <laughs> maybe next time. <laughs> oh, I, I gave it my all. <laughs> God, Ben Carter didn't die for this. <laughs> Fuck me. Um, how'd you go from like? Having fucking bangers like on the US Indies to just job it to the stars. It's what it feels like at the moment. With, it, with his little bob. Bless him. <laughs> um, I had my hair cut, especially for that match. I wanted to look like AJ Styles. <laughs> I, I got his hair cut. I, I got Seth's ring gear. I did everything. He could give me a SummerSlam ring gear the first <laughs> I had to take the gold off because I've not won any yet. <laughs> One day, though. <laughs> he took the gold off to pay for the delivery costs. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So oh, never man. You and Nathan Fraser out. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, um, <laughs> Dave Familia coming and Tayman's fuming that he's in their locker room. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, it, it did, to be fair, it did look like it wasn't like the actual locker room. It did look like it was someone else's locker room. Yeah, he's just hidden away in the corner, didn't he? Even he? had the fucking champagne ready to celebrate the win. He's just sat on a chair like a little creep in the corner. <laughs> like fucking Oren from uh, Parks and Rec. <laughs> oh, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then he says to Taya, man, that he basically like goes, specifically says to Charlie Dempsey, he's only keeping you around uh, yep. so he can win. And he's yeah. not as much of a loser. Yeah. And Charlie Dempsey kind of looks like he considers it and then shakes his head and just like gas the champagne anyway because he's cool yeah. as shit. Yeah, it's happening. It's going to happen. Hopefully not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Like it, if, if that's where they're well, going, they're teasing it way too early. Yeah, do what to do with them, Jeff and Ward. No longer build the shit out of there. I mean, that's been going since AEW started pretty much. Yeah. 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 They're just, they're just sprinkling little teasers here and there. That's it. That's all you need to do. Just do do that. Six months down the line when Charlie Dempsey just ties to Tay Man and not it'll be great. <laughs> um but yeah, uh I, I assume we're probably gonna get Nathan Fraser versus Tayman and Tayman's gonna break his arm. Yes. Um, just like he did the first time he wrestled. <laughs> um <laughs> just take off TV for two months. Um <laughs> And this leads us to the main event, which is Jordan Devlin versus Ilya Dragunov in an empty arena match. And fuck me. Fuck about. So I didn't realize that it was only when um, Andy Shepard announced it. He said, this is an empty arena match with falls count anywhere. No, I just thought they were just going to be fighting in the ring with no crowd. And I was like, oh, okay. They didn't actually announce it beforehand as a falls count anywhere. It was just the arena will be empty. Proper empty arena match. It's awesome. Also, yeah. good call back to Mankind versus The Rock, which they mentioned on commentary, and I mm. forgot about that until I was doing tidbits of Aaron for NXT earlier, and it was literally on this day, well, yesterday, that yeah. match. So, nice call back. 
yeah, Tony Elite looks like a daft sod now, fucking saying that uh, Jay Kager versus John Moxley was the best empty arena match he's ever seen. <laughs> Behave yourself. I think they, they've just kind of just took the dick out and just put it on the table there. <laughs> so during the introductions, Devlin just headbutts Ilya. Fuck um, me. And he tries to hit Ilya with the title belt and Ilya just reverses it into a German and then Devlin low blows him. Um, he ties Ilya up in the ropes and just slaps the piss out of him. Uh, brings a chair and Ilya kicks it out of his hand. He just hits Ilya. Go, um, goes outside, gets a screwdriver. Uh, Ilya's just like screaming. Manages to break loose and cactus clotheslines him over the top rope. Um, and then he just brawls the out around the outside. Uh, Ilya slams Devlin into the floor and apron. Generally has control. Um, Devlin throws Ilya into the steps and Ilya just kind of responds by body checking Devlin through the barricade. Yeah, that was a fucking big bump. Yeah, and then right after, through. straight after, just throws him into a load of chairs. Yeah. And starts throwing <laughs> chairs into the ring. Um he suplexes Devlin over the barricade onto a stack of chairs on the floor. Um, they, they end up rolling to like the uh, like production area. Hmm. Like a, there's a table set up and some it's got flight. Like the monitor and stuff and flight cases in the corner. Yeah, Ilya throws Devlin into that. Uh, goes for torpedo Mox, Moscow. Devlin moves and Ilya just crashes through that the table. That was so good, but also hilarious the way that Devlin moved. Like, he literally just fell over to move yeah. out of the way. <laughs> like, he's just, ah, I can't be bothered to stand anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so, something tells me they were, they were watching Hangman and, uh, Brian, and Daniel, uh, uh, Brian Danielson for that spot because it was... yeah. Similar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not that it's not that I'm complaining, it was very good, but yeah, I enjoyed that. I enjoy that spot a lot. Um mm. and then uh Devlin crushes Ilya between two flight cases, just rounds oh, up to him. And it, Ilya's sat there like literally it, the way he sells, he like literally looks like he's going through like the most turmoil in his life yeah. ever. Yeah. Both like, of them in it, this match, like selling the bejesus out of everything, but Ilya, especially like Ilya in a regular match sells extremely well in this it was just as you say it was like he was just going through the fucking the fucking nine rings of hell <laughs> like, you know, and like yeah it's literally like dante's inferno is his yeah, fucking yeah. match right now <laughs> not just the kings of the black thrones finisher um <laughs> and, uh, yeah then uh Ilya goes for suplex uh devon manages to like get his feet on top of the like the bigger of the two flight cases and like just sticks his thumb in Ilya's eye yeah um Slams his face like literally the bridge of his nose across like the metal like casing on the mm. fly case, um, and then hits a moonsault off onto Ilya. Um, doesn't go for the cover. Key uh, key thing there. Um, Ilya they, they brought back to the ring side. Devlin gets the table. Ilya fights him off. It brings the table into the ring. Devlin then hits him with a chair repeatedly, um, and he, that, that's kind of like where like the sort of like final like third of this match mm. revolves around Devlin sets the table up in the ri- in the corner of the ring and he keeps trying to go for Devlin's side through the table um, Ilya just reverses it constantly uh, one point first time he just kind of like tackles him and starts murder punching him <laughs> and it, I thought they were going to do I thought stop. he'd knocked him out I thought he'd going to do a stoppage because uh, Devlin's eyes rolled into the back of his head for a second yeah um, then it's a gut wrench suplex on a chair and gets a two count off that um, Ilya goes up top Devlin just kneecaps him with the chair just <laughs> scatty as fuck uh, <laughs> hits a swinging uh, Samoan drop uh, drop 
much akin to uh, Murphy's Law. Ah, yeah. I was trying to work out why it looked familiar. I well, if if he had have done it like from the mat, I thought it was like a Jimmy Rave tribute because it looked oh, yeah. very similar to Garneria. Um sorry, what? Garneria. Is that his finisher? Yeah. Bless him. <laughs> because because he was in the embassy, which was a faction where the they were like the Ghanaian em- embassy. <laughs> that was Oh, um, fair play. <laughs> yeah. Or or in Impact, when he was in the Rock and Rave infection, tagging with Lance Archer, it was the move that rocked the world. Um, <laughs> Superb. You'd love to see it. He had two very good names for the move. Um, yeah, but he, he does that like from a standing position, whereas this, he kind of picked them up and did it. A uh, bit more like Murphy's Law, as I say. Um, Ilya again fights out with Devlin's side and hits a running Death Valley driver through the table. Uh, he's go then this is kind of like where the finish starts happening so he goes for Torpedo Moscow and then his eye starts bothering him he's like mm. he, he starts kind of like doubting himself because he's in too much pain and it, it just plays up to the whole fact that Devlin thinks Ilya feeds off the fans and that's how he becomes kind of like unstoppable mm. um, it keeps crumbling um, Devlin says it's just you and me uh, keeps goading them and as Ilya kind of like goes for something else Devlin just headbutts him and uh, it's a nasty looking brain buster. Yeah, it. man. Um, he then goes outside the ring, uh, looking more desperate and frantic because that didn't put Ilya away. Uh, gets cable ties. He whips Ilya with them first. That looked fucking horrible. And then then kicked him in the kidney for good measure. <laughs> uh, and then he cable ties Ilya's uh, arms together behind his back. Mm. Um, and just punches the shit out of him, then wails on his leg with a chair. That was that chair shot on the leg was vicious as well, man. Yeah. Um, he puts Ilya's head on the steel steps and goes for a concerto and misses, and then Ilya manages to run up the steps and hit a torpedo in Moscow with his arm still. That was clever. That was a really, really clever um, spot. And then he kind of like just crawls over and like lies on Devlin screaming like a lunatic. Yeah. Um, and picks up the win. Um, wow. This was fucking phenomenal. It was really good. I'm already pointing out there, this is my one of my match of the year nominations, and it's only January. Yeah. This is going to take some beating, at, at least in WWE. Yeah, I think it's it's easily the best match WWE put on this year. Um, and it's one of the best matches I've seen this year, for sure. That was outstanding. Um, so, so good. And do you know what was mad? I've like been watching, trying to watch a bit more AW recently, and also been going back and watching a few other bits and pieces, and watching kind of their equivalent, equi- equivalent of this sort of match. Now, I'm not saying like resorting to like color is a bad thing, but you look at the flip side. This match was just as visceral, like just as brutal, just as hard hitting, and it didn't resort to that. So, like. To see the other side of it, to see that you can put a match on that's just as compelling, just as hard hitting, but it doesn't have to involve that, was was really impressive. I, and I reckon if they had have gone a bit, a bit longer, really, other than the bust open hard way. I reckon so. <laughs> it didn't seem I, far he, off. I mean, he did against he did against Walter twice. Get bust yeah. open hard. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I do see a point though. Um, it, I don't, I don't think matches always warrant blood. Um, I think this the the sort of welts on their bodies was more 
kind of told a story just as well. Yeah, as, it was as... it was it was more more uncomfortable than if like Ilya had been pissing blood. Yeah, yeah. Um, if anything, more so because as as you say, it's like it's almost like well, if that's what he looks like on the outside, what's it going to be like on the inside? Like, yeah, man, the internal injuries he could have had from some of the shit he did. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I think this was a tremendous match. Really was was I uh, go on? You carry on. Yeah, I I think we're probably going to end up with a rematch. I reckon we are, uh, which leads me very well onto my next point. Could be an unpopular, uh, not decision, but an unpopular thought. I think Devlin should have won this. No, I agree. And I think playing into the whole thing, like I'm going to put you on the shelf, this, that, and the other, beating him yeah. to the point where he couldn't stand. Devlin takes however many months off. Uh, sorry, Ilya takes however many months off and then comes back to challenge and wins it back. But really, yeah. really like keep him like six months, like take him off TV for a good six months, have Devlin go on an absolute tear up of the whole division and mm. just be like, no one's beating me. No one's good enough. Like even have him on like mania weekend go over like they did with fucking with Walter, have him go over and defend it on like stand and deliver or whatever and be like, yeah, I've been to the States and defended it. I've been in the UK and defended it just like he did with the cruiserweight championship. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, no one's beating me six months later. If WWE, like if, if an XC UK decides to do a takeover and he issues an open challenge, then that's when Dragunov comes out and he beats him for it. I was about to say they could do what like they did with WXW where Ilya yeah. couldn't win the title because Walter just murdered them every time. Yeah, yeah. So tired. And yeah. then when they like did their like version of WrestleMania in the main event, Walter just got on the mic and went, this is a triple threat now. And then Ilya's music hits and Ilya just walks out. <laughs> and like, fucking uh, this tiny little club in Oberhausen and just erupts like the roof's going to fucking come off. <laughs> um, and I think that that would be, I think that would have been a more compelling story. I, I think mm. it's something they'll do down the line. Like, it's weird, isn't it, with NXT UK? They seem to have this kind of trend where they'll have like the challenger lose first to the person, mm. then the second time around the win. They did it with Mako and Kaylee Ray, didn't they? Like Mako lost the it. first one. Ilya and Walter. Ilya and Walter, yeah, yeah. Probably to do it with Mako and Blair Davenport. They did it with um, Pretty Deadly and Mustache Mountain. Yeah, they did. Didn't do it with Pretty Deadly and Gallus, did they? Um, nah, don't worry about that. <laughs> did it with. Um, did it with Tyler Bates and Aikid as well. They did, yeah, yeah. Um, See, so yeah, I, I would have loved to see Dublin win this. Tyler Bates. So, I, yeah. I think they're going to do the rematch. Obviously, with that being as violent as it was, they're going to have some kind of stipulation, which would, like, maybe a last man standing match where... Two out of three falls. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Um, so, something, something where Devlin's got to, like, essentially incapacitate Ilya. Mm. And then when Ilya's like gone for like a couple of months comes back. Yeah. Um it make it it does right itself. Yeah. Yeah. Alternatively that'll probably be the way to get Ilya onto NXT 2.0 and rename him Sergey Stalin. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> um, uh, I was gonna say what are your highs and lows? I don't think I have to ask you what your high was. 
yeah, high was it, maybe. Was yeah, absolutely. Um, did you have a low? Um, no, I don't think I did. I did. No. Go on. Jordan Dennis should have won. Like for it. Yeah, the match was superb, but they, it's hard. It's not. It's not a low as such. It wasn't I, I, a low. I feel like, given the way he brutalized earlier in that match, it would have made more sense that Devlin, like, is he's like doing like a completely monstrous thing and beating shit out of Ilya like that mm. to to the point where it was like he's trying to end his career. If Devlin had have like actually like stood tall over Ilya, and then. Ilya's like gotta come back like a new man. Like mm. like the Walter and Ilya match. Um mm. I, I agree. I think it would have been a better kind of a, a better better way to tell the story. But I, I still think like I, I still think with this it's probably gonna be in a couple months' time. Devon's gonna yeah. just murder Ilya, probably in front of making more uncomfortable. Imagine they do something like where they get like his wife and like Constantine involved. And it gets to a point where like Devin's gonna beat like who's gonna end him and they throw the towel in for him or something like that. And they really play into that because like Devin keeps mentioning his kid. He did it in this match. Like name dropped him, yeah. and they keep playing into this whole thing. That could be another way they go down it. And it really gets like like because because it protects Dragon off to a degree because he hasn't submitted, he hasn't been pinned, the towel's thrown in for him because he I- won't quit. I, yeah, I would have quite liked them. Um, I, I don't, I, I don't know about Dax. I don't think Ilya's kid should see Ilya doing half the sh- mad shit that he does. <laughs> I mean, that'd probably scar the poor lad for life. Like even, <laughs> even Shepard on commentary goes, Ilya shouldn't be watching. Uh, Constantine, I hope you're not watching this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that'd scar him for life. Seeing his dad get an actual GBH done on him. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think. Um, I, I think that it would it the way they could have done it was Devlin obviously had incapacitated earlier by having his arms tied up. Mm. Could have literally just beat the shit out of him until the referee stopped the match. Yeah, yeah. And then it protects Ilya. It makes Devlin like the biggest monster in NXT UK. Mm. And then they've got a story going forward. Yeah. Whereas I still think they've got a story going forward. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think they're going to do that with the the rematch. Like Devlin's going to, as I say, I think it's pro- it could be like a last man standing match where mm. Devlin knows he has to incapacitate Ilya to win the match. Yeah. So he's going to incapacitate Ilya to win the match. Yeah, yeah. By putting him on the shelf. Yeah. Like the the even stuff like the naked like knee injury thing he did. Mm. Like that's kind of like planted the seeds to show Devlin's not afraid to like main people go to the yeah the extreme win matches yeah so uh, I think even though I think I agree that he could it, he should have w- probably won that match I think they've got like enough first story that they can kind of drag it out to a rematch mm. yeah and as I say it'll be Devlin going like a step further and then shocking us even more yeah absolutely Sweet. Uh, that was last week's and this week's NXT UK review. Before we go, I've got a couple of tidbits for you. We've actually got we've actually got a question as well. Have we now? In in the uh, mailbag. Go on then. What From is it? Bay, who's currently watching Dragonov and, and uh, Devlin as we speak. <laughs> awesome. Um, 
she said, will Dragunov be able to have any more children after that low blow? <laughs> uh, no, is the answer. He's unbeseed, but it'll be fine. <laughs> oh, she, she's literally typing something else right now. <laughs> I don't know if you want to do the tidbits and then we'll revisit what phase what phase has got to say for itself. All right, we'll, we'll do that. Uh, we'll do... So I did tidbits with Aaron uh, earlier on NXT 2.0. Um, and a lot of them were today and yesterday. So I'll do tomorrow and the day after. So I'll do the 28th and the 29th. Mm-hmm. So on the 28th, a few birthdays. Uh, we've got Seamus, top lad, top, top lad. Top, top scouser, Seamus. Uh, Shark boy. Top shagger. Uh, we've also got... Oshelia. You are? Oshelia. <laughs> and we've also got Sonada. That's right. Sexy Sonada. Stupid sexy Sonada. Stupid sexy Sonada. I'm going to give you three dates. Pick one. And I'll give you a tidbit from that date. So you're going to have 2017, 2011, or 2007. 2007. 2007. Okay, I'll give you the other ones. I won't tell you what they are, but 2017 was TakeOver San Antonio. And 2011 was Ring of Honor SoCal Showdown 2. You chose 2007, which was the Royal Rumble from the AT&T Center in San Antonio, Texas. The dark match, JTG defeated Lance Cade. Uh, in a tag team match, the Hardy Boys defeated Joey Mercury and Johnny Nitro in a match for the ECW World Heavyweight title. Bobby Lashley defeated by Countout Test in a match for the World Heavyweight Championship. Batista successfully uh, retained against Mr. Kennedy in a last man standing match for the WWE Championship. John Cena retained by TKO against Umaga. And in the 30-man Royal Rumble match, The Undertaker defeated Carlito, Chava Guerrero, Chris Benoit, Chris Masters, CM Punk, Edge, Finley, Gregory Helms, Hardcore Holly, Jeff Hardy, Johnny Nitro, Kane, Kenny DeStriker, Kevin Thorne, (laughs) King Booker, Matt Hardy, MVP, Randy Orton, Ric Flair, Rob Van Dam, Sabu, Shawn Michaels, Shelton Benjamin, Super Crazy, The Great Carly, The Miz, The Sandman, Tommy Dreamer, and Viscera. Could you, you repeat go. them for me? I didn't quite catch all of them. Uh, no, you can look it up. Okay. Oh. <laughs> and we'll go to the 29th of January. Uh, there are some birthdays. Uh, Bob Holly in 1963. Good That's about it. I don't recognise anyone else. Uh, and I'm going to give you another three years to choose from. 2012 or 2012 or 2006. You've got two from 2012, one from 2006. Um. Uh, I'll go for 2012. Which one? Yeah, choose choose a choose a state. You can have California or Missouri. California. California. From the Westin Los Angeles Airport. <laughs> PWG presents Kurt Russell oh, Reunion Three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, opening match: Brian Cage Taylor and Ryan Taylor defeated. Chris Cadillac and Famous B. Uh, actual Brian Cage. Actual Brian Cage. Jimmy Susumi defeated uh, BXB Hulk. Uh, the Young Bucks defeated Davy Richards and Harry Smith. Willie Mack defeated Naruki Doi. Uh, uh, eight- Doi, horrible time, that day. <laughs> Against Willie Mack, yeah. 
Uh, in an yeah. eight-person tag, B-Boy, Candice LeRae, Cedric Alexander, and Mascara Dorada, uh, which is Lince Dorado? No, Grand Metalik. Grand Metalik. That's it. Which he's going under that name again now, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Uh, defeated the team of Demas 316, Jerry Ryan, <laughs> Peter Avalon, and Ray Rossas. Uh, Johnny Goodtime and Johnny Yuma defeated Seema and Ricochet. Uh, Masaki Mosh- uh, Moshizuki defeated Roderick Strong. And then a six-person tag match, El Generico, Masato Yoshino and Pac defeated Akira Tozawa, Kevin Steen and Super Dragon. Oh, boy. Super Dragon. Yeah. Uh, the other two from that year, uh, well, the other one from 2012 was the Royal Rumble. Uh, which was won by Sheamus that year. And 2006 was also a Royal Rumble and Rey Mysterio won that year in... Won by Sheamus. It should have been won by Jericho. Yeah. Yeah, that. (laughs) Uh, Did you get the other question from Faye before we go? I did. Um, And what is it? it Do you see Charlie staying with the familia? If he does, do you see him changing his look at all? Or do you think he'll be allowed to keep his character as is? I Uh, think he's going to break away. I think he's going to keep his look. He's going to break away. He's going to go, he's going to just slowly turn into his dad. What, start wearing like a a checkered shirt and he's a man. A a hard hat, checkered shirt. (laughs) Um, Come out looking like one of the village people. I, I think, I think he'll have a, He'll have like the, the elaborate robe that his dad used to have. <laughs> Beautiful robe. Start hitting that running knee that his dad used to do. <laughs> Couple nice. of regal boys. <laughs> just just let him let him have the fucking regal name as well. I know he was daft in it. It's like Bron Breaker, just call him fucking Bron Steiner or Rex Steiner. Get on with it. <laughs> anyway, that wraps up our bumper NXT UK review. Thank you as always for joining us. We appreciate it. If you don't already, drop us a follow on all of our social media outlets, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Untitled Wrestling Podcast and Twitter, Twitch, and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. We'll catch you guys next time. We will be watching the Rumble this weekend. We will all be together. We may or may not be live streaming a watch along, but we will be getting chops as we'll write. We'll be getting chops. I can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, yeah, we will also put that video up at the chops as well. So, joy. Anyway, Catch you next time, guys. Bye. Bye. Hello, yes, Danhausen here. Danhausen has been summoned. You must love this podcast housing, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast housing. (laughs) 